Being a senior in high school, I'm often asked the simple question, what do you want to do with your life? Actually, I've been asked this question since I was a small child, and I used to say I wanted to create various works of art every single day. Other children might say they want to travel to space or run the country as the President of the United States. Even into adult years, I've noticed many people are still unsure about what they want to do, but it seems to me that many of them want to retire and travel to Florida during the frigid winter months. <laughs> Regardless of your current ambitions for the future, the simple question will always remain, and you may want to ask yourself, what do you want to do with your life? Personally, I thoroughly enjoy the outdoors, specifically hiking on a beautiful fall evening with my family and friends. Hiking is especially enjoyable when the sun is setting over the mountains and illuminating God's beautiful creation before us. I can imagine the path glowing with amber and gold leaves as it guides us on our journey back home. My great-grandfather, Bob Simmons, who many of you may remember, once wrote in his life thesis, I believe God is manifested best in nature in the lives of individuals. Observe the trees, the flowers, the birds, and the happy, contented faces of boys and girls, men and women. As you travel, mark at the consistent rise and fall of the tides, the sunrise and the sunset, the beauties of nature everywhere. Consider the great souls throughout the ages. However, the sun will eventually set, and the sun that illuminates remarkable wonders will vanish. But the path remains. Naturally, when traveling along a path in pure darkness, there will be daunting trials to face. Overgrown roots, fallen trees, lingering animals, and the silence of the night will all create challenges on our journey home. More importantly, after the sun has set, and the skies surround us with an infinite universe of darkness, we cannot see the path before us. It would be much easier to follow a broader path where there is more room for people to travel and more options to find a way home. However, there are also more ways to destruction. While traveling in the darkness, we may face the trials of temptation. Temptation to give up, the temptation to act out in response to your selfish desires. While traveling in the darkness, we may face the trials of exhaustion. For when we consistently travel in the dark, we rely too much on our personal will and personal ambitions to discover a new path to follow. While traveling in the darkness, we may face the trials of fear and the hopelessness that fear brings. Hopelessness drives out all peace and without peace, we cannot live in the light. As Salem spoke about earlier, Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, says that we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. What is causing you to travel along a path of darkness today? You must rid yourself of the evils in your life so you can ultimately find the light of Christ down a path of hope and a path of love. Surround yourself with a cloud of witnesses that are carrying a light to guide you out 
of the darkness of your path. While hiking, my family and I always have a goal in mind, especially my father, who seeks out a mission to succeed in any task. We may be determined to hike so many miles a day or reach a certain destination. Like hiking, if we want to live a life in Christ's image, we must live a life on mission. This summer, I had the opportunity to go with my youth group to Weirton, West Virginia. Aside from our mission to help those in need at the Weirton Christian Center, I discovered that there was a larger mission that, had, that God has planned for each one of us. As Tucker said before, Jesus tells us to go and make disciples of all nations. What are you called to do as a disciple of Christ today? While traveling down this path, we must be the light of Christ that shines in a world of darkness. The greater the darkness, the greater our light can shine, and the greater our chances are to guide someone down the path of Christ. We must win people to Christ by our example. We must strengthen the weak, encourage the needy, and ignite hope in those who desire change. We must be the light away from the church. Ultimately, we must ask ourselves, are we becoming who God wants us to be? The most important part of any hike is the destination in mind. Along the New River Gorge, there is a trail called the Endless Wall, which is named the best national park hike by USA Today. It was a difficult trail to find. We drove, and we drove some more, and we even traveled to the wrong path at first. However, we did eventually find it, and it is one of my favorite trails to hike because of the endless beauty it offers and with a plethora of overlooks and a remarkable view of the New River Gorge itself. While hiking along the path, I thought to myself, every path should be this beautiful. In Matthew 7, 13 and 14, Jesus tells us to enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Like the endless wall trail that was difficult to locate, I believe Christ intended us to follow a narrow path, a path many set out to find, but only a few follow. Even though you may travel down the wrong path at first, God's path for us will ultimately shine through. We have to trust in your faith. Along the path, you must put God first in your life, bearing good fruits of the Spirit, filling your thoughts with his desires, taking his character in your pattern, and serving and obeying him in everything. Along the path, you must suffer like Christ did for us, with patience, calmness, and confidence that God is in control of the future. It is my hope that you will discover a new path in the days to come, a path illuminating God's voice, telling you to follow him. So maybe this trail was named the best national park hike for a reason. Maybe it was Christ telling us that his path is the best path to follow today. As the Endless Wall Trail exemplifies the beauty of West Virginia, the path of Christ exemplifies the beauty of God's endless love that is waiting for us in heaven. Once again, I can imagine the path before us, 
glowing with amber and gold leaves as it guides us on our journey back home. We must follow the narrow path so we can boldly journey home to God in heaven. After the sun has set and the light of Christ has vanished from your world, you have a choice to make. There will be a divide in the road, one broad and one narrow. Which one will you follow? So, what do I want to do with my life? Well, hopefully I have many years ahead of me me to live out my answer to this question, and I know I'm far from being wise, but I do know this. We must run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. We must go and make disciples of all nations, living a life on mission. And we must ultimately follow the narrow path, loving each other and bearing good fruits, so one day we can live eternally with God in heaven. That's what I want to do with my life. Now I ask you, what do you want to do with yours? Will you pray with me? Lord, I pray that your light will shine in someone's darkness today. Guide each one of us down your narrow path so we can all come home to you in heaven. Amen.